This episode of the Anatomy of a Book podcast is brought to you by the How To Academia webinars, a monthly series of presentations for new and experienced academic authors looking for the structure, tools, templates, and guidance to improve their academic writing and publication strategies. Each webinar in the series includes a slide deck, additional bonus resources such as templates and timelines, interactive digital workbooks, and a live Q&A session. After the live event, a replay option is provided to view at your convenience. Learn more about the How To Academia series and register for upcoming webinars at howtoacademia.com. You're listening to The Anatomy of a Book, Episode 42. Academic writing is just a series of small steps that add up to big results. So why is it so hard? And why can publishing be so anticlimactic? And what's the deal with all the imposter syndrome feelings? In this podcast, I'm sharing a peek into the academic writing life, warts and all. Stick around to hear musings on writing, publishing, book marketing, and all things scholarly. Let's figure out this academic writing business together. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. On this episode, I'm offering a debrief of my winter break writing and what I was able to get done over the week that I was visiting family. I talked about this a couple of episodes ago and um, really expressed some nervousness about being able to get any writing done over the break, especially because I was not going to be in my home office. And last year when I did my 10-day writing retreat, it was pretty much completely devoted to writing. And I cleared the decks of absolutely everything other than like one day of visiting family. And this year, I was not in my own house. I was visiting family for the majority of my winter break and was not in kind of a familiar environment and also had some family obligations as well. So I thought I would talk a little bit about what I was able to get done. And if you've been following me on social media over this period of time, particularly on Twitter and Instagram stories, you would have seen that I was updating pretty frequently. And actually, if you are not following me on Instagram and would like to, if you go to at Katie underscore Linder, you will see that I have put kind of a pinned set of stories about writing on my profile. So you can see kind of um, what I'm going to be talking about today. So um, I left for this trip the Saturday before Christmas. So it would have been on the 23rd. And so the 23rd was basically a travel day. And when I woke up on the 24th or Christmas Eve, um, I knew I needed to immediately get started. And um, so I just kind of dove in. And some of the things that really helped me on this trip is that I had a set amount of writing I was trying to do. I'm working on this new book with two co-authors, and we basically split the book into thirds. And I had been assigned two sections that were about um, 12 short chapters each, so maybe four to five pages each. And I was thinking I was probably going to be writing about 60 pages in my sections um, ultimately. Like, So no matter what I could get done over the winter break, eventually I was going to have to write about 60 pages. So I had that. And then one of my co-authors also created a chapter outline, like a template for us to follow so that we were all kind of keeping to the same general structure for each of these chapters. And then also I had chosen a couple of sections of the book that I felt relatively confident that I had something to say about without having to do a ton of research. So the general idea for this winter break was basically to write as much as possible (laughs) into these sections and to get down, you know, 
basically to get as far as I could without doing a ton of research if I knew that I was just going to have writing time. Um, And I was particularly concerned about getting as much writing done as possible because I'm not sure when the next dedicated break is that I'll be able to take just for writing other than maybe weekends or something else, um, a day here or there. And I spent a lot of my weekend time working on other projects. So this was really a little bit like the make or break (laughs) time, similar to last year, actually. My last year 10-day writing retreat, it was really kind of me trying to figure out if I could actually write this book by myself or if I needed to pull in a co-author for the third book that I just finished and turned in in November. Okay, so let's talk about each day and what I was able to do. So basically what I did was, for the most part, I got up every morning and before I did anything, I wrote. So sometimes this meant waking up at like 5.30 and I often didn't leave my room until around 8 or 8.30 in the morning. Um, And usually that meant that I was getting in a solid hour to an hour and a half, um, sometimes, well, not really more than an hour and a half, um, if I think about kind of what I was doing and when I was waking up most days. So on the first day, I kind of set the standard and I hit about 2,200 words. um, And I worked in three different sections um, or three different kind of mini chapters. And in the first couple of sections, I hit 500 words about for each one. And then I had 1,200 words that I added into a third chapter. In the second day, I wanted to beat that. So I made a goal for myself to just try to beat what I had done on day one. And I hit about 2,500 words through adding in totally new content to two other new chapters. Um, And then in day three, I had a little bit of extra time because later in the morning, my family was going to go see a movie and they were all going to leave the house. And so I knew I would have pretty much all morning to get writing done. So I spent the entire morning working and I wanted to hit at the end of day three, 10,000 words, which meant a little bit more than 5,000 words getting added to the manuscript. And I was able to do that. So day three, I added about 5,200 words to five different um, mini chapters. And four, actually all five of those, I had previously done some writing in. So this was just kind of like layering in additional content to some of the stuff I'd already done. Um, Day four, I spent wrapping up that whole first section because I knew that I wanted to not just leave things partially done before I moved on. So I took of those like seven mini chapters, I just kind of rounded everything out and added another couple thousand words and brought every chapter to a place where I felt like it was basically complete. Um, And some of them had up to seven pages. So some of them were longer than I thought they would be. The shortest one was probably... I think just three and a half pages, but most of them were about five to six pages each. Okay, and then um, so that was day four. Day five um, was uh, I added a couple thousand words again, and I started in with the new section. So this is when I was adding in. I had kind of two sections I wanted to work in. I finished the first one and I moved into the second one, and then. Um, This is also when I was starting to think about going back home because this was getting close to the end of the trip. So on all of these days, I just got up in the morning (laughs) and did the work. There was one day where I did evening work. um, And then when I came home, I wanted to stay committed to doing this daily writing, even though I was back um, and and I had other kind of family commitments and things going on um, once I was back home. 
So basically every day after that, I added a couple thousand words, except for the last couple of days where I was getting really close to being done. And then at that point, the goal was to hit 20,000 words by the end of the nine days and to see how and 20,000 words and or just finish the two sections. And it turned out that finishing the two sections and bringing every one of the mini chapters to some kind of form close to completion um, added up to about 20,000 words. I ended up with 20,782 words over the course of the nine days. And for those of you who are more page number people than you are word count people, that was 73 and a half pages of writing um, of across all of the different chapters. And I ended up drafting, let's see, there's seven, 12 different mini chapters across the two sections. And I did bring all of them to a place where I felt like they were complete. So that was really exciting. So definitely, I would say having the templates and having the outline definitely helped me with this. Um, but also a healthy amount of fear that I just was not going to have time to do this later on. And I this was it. Like, this was really the time that I had devoted to this. And originally, I had planned to spend Thanksgiving doing this project. And when I pushed off the deadline for my third book and I took up Thanksgiving getting that wrapped up, it really pushed this project to, to this break. I mean, this was really all I had. So um, I think that part of it that was driving it was definitely kind of fear that I needed to get it done. Um, another couple of motivating factors for, for me were that this week I'm meeting with my co-authors, um, actually tomorrow as I record this. So I really wanted to have progress to show them. And also, I think a big motivating factor for me was I was not trying to be perfect with these drafts. I knew that they were going to undergo another round of revision. I knew that my co-authors were going to be layering in some details and I basically just took them as far as I could. And I tried to get them to a place where I felt like they were pretty complete. But obviously, they're going to benefit from layering in some additional citations, some profiles that we're going to be interviewing some people to put in the book. Um, but I, I did not tell myself that they had to be perfect. And that was a huge, um, like when I, when I didn't feel like writing, I just started anyway. <laughs> and I kind of just forced myself to do it. With the understanding that, you know, I only had a certain amount that I had to do and then I was done for the day. So I, I didn't think about it throughout the rest of the day. I wasn't, you know, it was kind of in the back of my mind as I was planning maybe what I wanted to do the following day. But I feel like last year when I did the 10-day writing retreat, I was like obsessing about it all day. I mean, I sat all day and wrote all day. I, I did a morning session. I did an afternoon session. I mean, I really devoted the entire time to writing, and I ended up writing over 100 pages and about 27,000 words for that session, so um, more than what I did in this one. But what this tells me is that you can devote an hour to an hour and a half every day. Uh, for me, it was first thing in the morning, and make significant progress on a manuscript even when you have a lot of other things going on and when you're not in your space that's familiar and when you've got a bunch of family obligations – um, you can still make this work. So I'm super thankful that my family that I was staying with did understand what I was doing. And so they left me alone in the mornings and, and kind of let me have that writing time. Um, but I, I definitely think this was one of those situations where I knew going in, I had to carve out the time and I made a plan and I stuck to the plan and it really paid off. So um, I am happy to answer additional questions about this. If there's more that you need to, that, 
if there's more that you're kind of interested in knowing about in terms of how I did this or what exactly I was writing. Um, but also I would recommend checking out that Instagram stories thing that I put into my profile because that shows you kind of the word counts over the course of each day. And um, really what you'll see, because I timestamped a lot of the posts, is that I got it all done in like an hour to an hour and a half each day. So I was writing relatively quickly um, it because I knew that I was a little bit under the gun in terms of having a short amount of time and then I needed to stop. Sometimes I even set a timer and then stopped when the timer stopped. So um, that gets you going. <laughs> That's quite a bit of pressure for your writing. Um, but all that to say... I had a really good time. I love these writing retreats. I love setting writing challenges for myself. Um, I think what I was most concerned about is that I would be kind of resentful over this break because I wouldn't have enough time to do this writing. And I, I really wanted to. So I'm so glad I was able to fit it in and kind of carve out the time for myself. And so appreciative of my family for understanding what I needed to be doing here. And just super thankful that I've got these two sections done and basically, my third of the book is written, um, and I can share that with my co-authors, and we can decide how to move forward. So um, that's the winter break recap. And next week, I'm going to be back with an episode outlining some of my 2018 writing goals. Now that I've got this this piece of writing under my belt, um, <laughs> there's some other things that I need to turn my attention to in the coming weeks and months. So you're going to hear all about that. Um, but thank you so much for checking in with this week's episode of The Anatomy of a Book. If you've got questions about this particular writing break session um, or other things you want me to talk about on the show, feel free to email me at contact at katielinder.org. I'm Katie Linder. I'll be back next week with another episode. Show notes and transcripts for each episode of The Anatomy of a Book can be found at anatomyofabook.com. That's anatomyofabook.com. If you like the anatomy of a book, please consider leaving the show a review in iTunes. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And tell your friends and colleagues. The best promotion for the show is definitely word of mouth. You can also hear from me each week on the Research in Action podcast and the You've Got This podcast. Both are available on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. I also produce a free weekly email newsletter called The Academic Creative, that focuses on topics like productivity, resilience, and creativity. Subscribe to this newsletter at katielinder.work to get it delivered directly to your inbox each week. If you want to learn even more about my work and projects, visit my website at katielinder.work. Thanks for listening.